Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I am an man. An man is who I am. I am an... Oh, that's too high, darling. I did say that. I did say that. Fuck. I love it. I'm back. I'm back. I know you can't believe it. I can hardly believe it myself. I can't. Is this is this happening? Is this real? Is this a, a, a microphone I see before me? More on the microphone later. We'll we'll get into that. Um, Anna Man's podcast is here. I don't even know what we're calling it anymore. What did we end up as, darlings? I, I'm looking over there as if there's someone. That, oh God, Sue Clinch was there. Hello, darling. You're all right. What do you want? No. How do you get this in here? Well, you can't get that in there, darling. That wasn't made to get in there. But I want to get. I want to get this. I've got this thing, right? Yes. And I want to. I want to get that thing into, into this thing. Yes. No. I see what you're trying to do, but that those are two very different things, and they're not meant to go together. Yeah, but I want to try. I'm. A, I'm experimenting. Yes, I know what you're doing, darling. But I. You see, one thing is shaped in in such a way. It, it's. It's very much like, you know, you know, sometimes two things go together, you know, like Tom and Jerry or uh, the Chuckle Brothers or, you know, um, uh, I don't know, uh, um, Speed and Malibu. But not those two things you've got there. OK, yeah, but I want to try it. Look, one of them's a mouse and one of them's a mallet. Now get out and leave the mouse. Fuck. She's getting worse. She really is. She's not well. She's not well. Those of you who might have seen my show know that she's getting very... She's gone completely in the head, completely delusional. She's starting to think people are trying to replicate her recently. You know, like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. You know this this film, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the pod people? I saw her in Morrison's the other day. I bumped into Sue. No, no, I'm not talking about you. Fuck, I am. But you know, her back's turned. When her when she's not looking at you, she she just... She can't hear you. It's very weird. Anyway, yes, she started thinking people are trying to replicate her. And we were in Morrison's. I saw her in Morrison's the other day. And she just started screaming at me. Screaming at me. Anna, Anna, everyone's trying to replicate me. They're all wearing the same clothes as me. They all want to be me. I said, darling, that's because you work here. It's a uniform. You know? Yes, she's still at Morrison's. She's still there. She she came home with a hundred toffee apples the other day. I said, Sue, what are you doing with a hundred toffee apples? She said, oh, I like toffee apples. I said, but yes, have you have you paid for those? She said, well, well I don't have to pay them because they, they just give me toffee apples for payment. I said, well, what, so they don't actually pay you even? She said, no. I said, darling, but you, you have to get paid. If you're going to work at Morrison's, you have to get paid. That's a basic rule, you know. Sure, I love it there, though. I love it. It was well. That's well, great. And also, you don't. You're constantly fighting people. Anyway, she's not well. This isn't about Sue. Look, I've ended up talking about you, Sue Clinch, as always happened. She's not well. But um, hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Anna Man Podcast. I've had lots of ideas about what to do with this podcast. As, as you remember, it, it ended. 
It ended quite suddenly. I just got to a point where I went, I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry, I can't fucking do this anymore. I'm losing my mind. I was trying to do a podcast every... Well, there was one point where I was doing... I, I worked out my podcast schedule. Okay, I'll be doing a podcast there and a podcast there. And I realised I was doing a podcast every second until 2025. And then when, when things get that, you know... I don't know if you know, but I've been diagnosed with ADHD. Thank you. I know you're all sitting at home thinking, oh, that's very brave. And yes, it is. Thank you. It is very brave of me to say that. Um, and if you're not thinking it's very brave, I suggest you have a good old word with yourself. I really do. Or go and join the bloody Tories, you know, because we're about compassion on this podcast. I won't get political, not yet, you know. But I do feel with the Tories, actually, by the way, just to say one little thing, they're obviously very annoying. And I used to be very left-wing as you know, politically. But I have to say, the older I get, um, and I started to make just a little bit of money recently, and I do just sort of think, fuck them, you know? When I say fuck them, I mean, well, I, I mean everybody other than me. I think that's kind of the ethos of the Tory party. And it's it's done, to be fair, it's done them very well. They keep getting in. So anyway, let's not talk about the Tories, for God's sake. Let's talk about me, this podcast. What is it? What is it? If you've never heard the Animan podcast before, I suggest you'll stop right now. Go back to the beginning and listen to that. Because I tell you what, I am not explaining myself. Never apologise, never explain. Oh, by the way, I should probably let you know I got that from a book. But no, I refuse to explain what this podcast is, when it's coming out, if it's going to come out again, or why. Well, first off, I, I, I'm slight amendment to that. It is going to come out again. I'm going to do it every week, probably on a Friday, but then I might just do it every fucking day. Basically, I'm on tour, darlings. I'm doing the death of Anna Mann. Yes, don't you go, or I will. I mean that. I can feel a lot of you welling up through the through the podcast um, juice. Is there a Sue, is there a podcast juice? Is there a, oh, put that mouse down. What's wrong with you? It's a living creature. It's not something you use to paint with. Fuck, she's not well. Anyway, um... Yes, the podcast juice. I can feel your podcast juice slathering all over my ear. It's really quite disgusting. Can you stop? The point is, I know there's a lot of people who love this podcast back in the... Or they did. I'm going to start the Patreon again, I think. I'll give you a, a week or so to, to stop it if you need to. But everyone's Patreon money is still on there, just hanging like a sort of a, a money cloud, a malevolent money cloud. Um which is ready to drop at any second. So the second I press go, bang, it's in my pocket and it's gone. And I've spent it already, to be honest. So sometimes I just take it out of my pocket and throw it into the street, you know, just because I, I, I don't like having too much money on me, if you know what I mean. Um, but yes, so I'm on tour at the minute. I'm doing The Death of Anna Man because it is my final show. People keep saying, when are you actually dying? And I'm like, that's a little bit rude, actually. But... If you've seen the show, you'll know that I have been told by my doctor I could pop off at any second. So we're waiting to see when that's going to be. But I think the fact the show's gone very well. So, yes, let me tell you what happened since you last listened to me, if you haven't uh, been around. So I, I did a wonderful show. I did the show, The Death of Anna Man, at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. A little bit, I was a little bit insulted by the Fringe. You know, I did try and get them to take that out, but they said, well, we can't do... This is the Fringe Festival. I said, yes, but it's a little bit awkward, isn't it, really? I'm not amateur. They said, well, we know, but, you know... Anyway, anyway. 
the point is I did my show, The Death of Anna Man, and it, it was it was wonderful. It really was. You know, if I can be wholeheartedly honest, it was an absolute dream. It really was. Um, and it's always that thing, isn't it? Just at the point where you say, this is the last show. I'm going now. I'm done. All the fuckers turn up and start watching you. And then you've got to keep doing it. You know, you've got to keep dying. But please do keep coming because, you know, um, it's, it's, well, it's all that's paying the bills at the minute. I, yes, the Edinburgh show, it went lovely. And it was about a week and a half in or a week, a few days in. Chortle, Steve Bennett came to see it on the one fucking bad day, that little fish, bless him. He's an absolute, he really is a monster. No, no, he's not. I actually like him a lot. Um, but he gave me three and a half stars, which I have to say is the action of an absolute bellend. But that to one side, I love him to bits and I always will. And I respect his work. If you can call it work, I won't. But he's a wonderful man, he really is. But apart from that, Oh, by the way, I did that thing. That's true. I got the three star. My producer said, darling, you need, might need to sit down. I said, fuck, what is it? What's so broken now? He said, no, no, it's, you've got a review. It's, it's only three and a half. And I went, oh, that's fine. Not a problem. That's all right. Not a problem. I walked away. And then I text my producer and said, is there a way we can arrange for him to, well, essentially be murdered? And I was about to hit send. And this is true. I saw a, a, a woman walking past, an unfortunate soul, walking past me, and something looked not quite right, and I realised she didn't have a nose. And that's not a joke, you know, how does she smell awful, blah, blah, blah. And she did smell awful, but that's by the by. But genuinely, she had no nose. And I just had this moment, and it was a really quite profound moment. I like to think it was God or Goddess, as I like to think of her, or god I as I like to think of them, because I think there's about, I don't know, eight gods now. And it was just a moment I thought, that's 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 the goddess talking to me. That's them, or them, or the it, or, or the, the, that, that, is that a word? That, that's, is that the correct pronoun for a group of theys, a that? Is it a that? Anyway, I just... At this moment, I, I, I was about to hit send on let's find a way to, well, essentially assassinate a, a reviewer who gave me three and a half stars, um, which I appreciate with hindsight. I do have ADHD, so I do have emotional dysregulation, and I can be um, do things without thinking, and I appreciate that it was a little dramatic of me, but in that moment, it felt perfectly justified then I saw the woman with no nose, and I just thought, oh, do you know what? I think I'm all right. I think... And this woman was shouting at people in the street as well, and she had no nose. And it's a horrible, unfortunate thing. I'm not trying to make fun of her or anything. It's a true thing I saw. And I, I just came away going, OK, a three, in the grand scheme of things, Anna, you're doing all right, you know? I'd already had two, I should hasten to add, I'd, you see, this is the madness of the Edinburgh Festival. I'd already had two five-star reviews by that point. <laughs> Admittedly from uh, publications whose name I immediately forgot. But I really came away thinking, yeah, okay, there's, some, there's someone's, thank you, thank you, goddess, speaking to me through that woman with no nose. I mean, you could argue... If the god or, or goddess or however many there are, they've got the whole universe to to think about and be be aware of and, and help or hinder, 
as they see fit. Why would they be that bothered about a Edinburgh Festival fringe or fringe festival? doesn't matter which way around. You could say fringe Edinburgh Festival if you want, which really confuses them. Why would they be bothered about an actress doing her hour-long comedy show and getting a three-and-a-half-star review after she's already got two fives and also the review was actually quite gushing. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And you'd be right. You'd be right. And also, you might go, well, I mean, it's a bit unfair on the woman with no nose that you made her have no nose purely so that Anna Mann could feel ever so slightly better about the fact that she got a three-and-a-half-star review. And all of this is true, I'm, I, and, and I can't argue with any of it, but I still, you know, I have, as actors, we have to, is what I've come to believe over the, over the years, we have to just believe shit. We have to just think shit and then think shit is real, and that's how you act, essentially. You go, what's the maddest shit I can think of? Now make myself think it's true. It's a little peek behind the curtain there for you if you're thinking of becoming an actor, and I think you should. Anyone who wants to be an actor should become an actor for at least, you know, five minutes or something, and then you'll probably know by that point, mm, this isn't for me. But what was I talking about, ADHD? No, I... Yes. What? No, I, I believe it. You know, I do believe that woman with no nose was there for me. And after that was the only real blip, the only real blip... And then after that, I just had a wonderful time. Uh, I was drinking too much. I told myself, don't drink, Anna. Don't drink. Don't drink. I said that whilst drinking a bottle of wine every night, more or less. You know, the the exercise fell to the wayside. I did a lot of trips up Arthur's seat, which was a lot of fun. It really was going up there and, and you know, just shouting, I'm alive, you know. But I did get very tired but, you know, oh, my darlings, my darlings, to see those sold out, sold my name on the sold out board. Oh, these things we've longed for for so long. Eleven shows I've done at the Edinburgh Festival Fringe, or whatever it's called. You think I'd have learnt by now. My name on the sold out board, standing ovations most night. Admittedly, a few I had to sort of, you know, come on, get up. Um, it is a tricky thing with the standing O. A friend of mine told me once that they were in a panto with S Sir Cilla Black. Was she ever Sir? I don't know. But she taught them the trick, which is you stare at the far right or far left. 
mean, she was quite far right by the end, probably. But who was, who isn't these days, you know? But you'll stare at the far right uh, member of the audience and you slowly go along, just catching the eye of every single member of the crowd. Then you go down the next row and then you go down the next row, we, which, you know, I imagine in the theatre she was playing took fucking ages. By that point, they're going to stand up, possibly because they're leaving. But... In my venue, it wasn't that big, so it was quite... And I did. I, I would forget to do it, but it didn't matter because often they just get up anyway. What's tough is when a, when just as you're, you'll go, OK, there's not going to be... A, and, and admittedly, I know there's nothing tough about getting a standing ovation. We have to be thankful for that. You know, we could have no no's. Life could be very different. But I walked out a couple of times, and as I was leaving... Someone starts getting up and you think, you fucker, what do I do now? What do I do now? Do I stop? Do I turn around and come back because they've stood up? And then are the others going to stand up or just this one person? It's an absolute minefield. And it drove me crazy. It really did. And by the end, I was coming out going, if any of you fuckers do a standing up, a standing ovation, standing up over, whatever it's called, I will lose my shit unless you all get up at once, right? And it would be a 10-minute dressing down before the show began. And I've got to be honest, that did that possibly hindered the, the flow of the show after that, and the joy. Anyway, no, I joke, of course. It was wonderful to have these standing goes. And now I'm on tour. Oh, and I did extra shows. I know I'm just bragging. I'm aware I'm just bragging now, but I, I've got no one else to brag to, you know, other than Sue Clinch. Put it down. Anyway... Eventually, I got home for about six minutes, which was nice, and then off on tour again. I went to um, my hometown of Nottingham, which was my favourite gig. It really was. They were, they were very, um, they were very lovely, and I was a bit concerned because you never know who's, you know, what about some awful people who bullied me at school type thing, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but no, they were really nice. And I said, I'm, I'm back in my hometown. Big cheer. Loved all the stuff about Nottingham in the show, you know. It was really sweet. And some of my family came and some old friends. And that was delightful. That was my favourite, I think. Um, Birmingham. Great. Where else? Fuck. I've loved them all. Glasgow, the stand. Newcastle, the stand. I've had some wonderful support. Lauren Patterson. Uh, Christopher MacArthur Boyd. Will Duggan with his murderous mechanical elephant. They're all wonderful people. They really are. Um, so that's all you're getting for today, because I've actually got to jump on the train to Aberdeen. But what my plan is I try and do one of these every day I'm on tour, get them out. But as you know, people who are following me, enjoy my work, enjoy my podcast, know that I tend to have these big ideas, and then I very quickly run out of steam or just literally forget to do it. Um, but let's say there'll definitely be one every Friday and hopefully there'll be much more than that. Um, actually, not even every Friday because I don't know if I'll get... Anyway, just just look out and listen. I'll tweet it. You'll find it. You'll find it, darlings. I do have the Patreon, Patreon Anna Man slash Anna Man. You'll find it if you know what to do there. I am going to reactivate it soon, if only to make me do more of these, you know. And I must let you know, I'm also, there's a show called Epic Things that Colin Holt, my uglier half, does with uh, Pete Heat. Please listen to that because it's really good fun. It's very different to this, 
but it's it's a lovely companion piece. Please have a listen. And you can find my tour dates on IamColinHolt.com, ironically, or on Burksnest.com. They're all there. And there's still quite a few dates to come, more coming in the spring, plus a really big date that's coming in November, which I can't tell you any more about yet, but it's coming soon. Um, listen out next week for the announcement about that. Um, follow me on at Colin Holt and at Colin Holt Comedy on all those things. I love you. Be visceral. Be brave. Be real. Be an Anna man. Thank you, my darlings. The tour continues. It's great to be back. Oh, actually, before I go, I'm sorry. Addendum. I keep. I kept meaning for a long time to talk very briefly about my um. My lovely friend, Phil Gerrard, who listens to the podcast. Now, with the ADHD, I never listen to the po- back to the podcast. I really don't. I can't bear it. I've always been like this. I do a show. I put it out. It's gone. It's over. I have to move on. I'm like David Bowie, only, you know, much more successful. But Phil helped me come up with the idea of the podcast. Well, he, he told me to do a podcast and he kind of interviewed me on those first five or six, I think. We got we got did about five or six, and then eventually I just went, you know, and I think Phil took this totally fine. I don't think it's a problem, but I said, I think I've just ran out of steam. I remember the last one we did, we never put out, and it was about um, the film The Hateful Eight by Quentin Tarantino, and I just thought, why? We're just talking about The Hateful Eight. This isn't a thing anymore, you know? And Phil was perfectly kind and agreed, you know. And so I sort of left it. And then when I was away touring, I, I, I think I said to Phil, I hope you don't mind, but I'm doing some, you know. And then I did I did some um, some interviews while I was away filming and so on with Emily Atak. You might have heard those. And then during the pandemic, I, I started up again big time. Um, but a lot of that without Phil. And I, 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 Phil's now no longer with us, I'm afraid. He... Um, you probably know this if you if you're a fan of comedy. He was a brilliant comedian and a really wonderful friend. Um, he was very ill for a while. I hate to say because I was away, I didn't realise how ill. He only lived around the corner from me, and I used to go and see him every now and again. But I, I just very naively and very narcissistically, I suppose, just never clocked how ill he was. Um, and then I I one day discovered oh he's very ill, and then he died very shortly after that um but i loved him dearly i really didn't and one thing i saw in in edinburgh was angela barnes did a show dedicated to him and about him and she gave everyone a badge at the end um uh, and talked about sarcoma uk which is what got phil uh not the charity obviously the disease um and he did some beautiful paintings he did paintings of some of my family which i commissioned off him he was a brilliant artist and one of the only men I've ever met, or people I've ever met, who's actually read Proust. And I think possibly one of the only people in the world. Possibly. I don't know. And I've been inspired to read Proust ever since. I haven't yet. It's been a few years since he first told me about that. But anyway, I just want to say here's to Phil. I'm still using the microphone he gave me. I think he got given it. And I said, oh, do you need it back, Phil? And he went, no, you just keep it. It's all right. You know, that's the sort of person he was. Very fun. Very funny. And I remember just sitting in his in his little flat, or surrounded by his books and his art with him, and having a cup of tea. And it was the most delightful place. You know, you have those places in your mind which are sort of almost safe spaces, places where you can um, 
you can sort of be yourself and you can relax. I've never really... I spend most of my life not being able to relax or be myself and and um, being with Phil was one of those places so here's to Phil I wish I'd um, I wish I'd had more time with him hold your friends close I wish I'd had more time and I wish I'd uh, I wish we'd done more of these podcasts together but such such is life um, and death obviously and of course Anna Anna will be going at some point so stay with us over the next few weeks and months as we continue to tour and continue to do this wonderful podcast. Um, oh, no, Sue. Oh, God, Sue. No, darling, you can't eat it. No, you no, you definitely can't eat it. No. Anyway, I better go. That's that. Thank you so much, my darlings, for listening once again. It means the world to me. I love you all. Bye-bye. say that. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.